When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, everybody. Tonight, we're debating critical race theory, and we are starting right now with Jangle's opening statement, as I also turn over moderating for the night to Kaz. Thanks so much, Kaz, and thanks so much, Jangle's. The floor is all yours. That's thanks to centuries of history and a deep-seated attachment to the status quo that conflicts with outwardly stated values of equality. According to a 2011 study uh, published in the Perspectives on Psychological Science, white people on aggregate, not all white people, but on aggregate, view racism as a zero-sum game. Such the decreases in perceived bias against black people over the past six decades are associated with increases. I, in I, think, I think hey, hold on, guys. The I think there's no up. mute. There's uh, yeah, no the audio is fucked up. Oh, man. Wow. No, oh, I was trying to. I was trying to not. The, 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 the some audio... people saying they can hear. Some people saying they can't. Yeah. I don't know. <gasps> oh wow! I stopped the time. Redo the sentence I flubbed. <laughs> so the, wow. the entire thing. It might as well. Who's way too loud? Everybody or what? Let's just make sure everyone's hearing before he starts, because. <sighs> Right. Guys, this uh we're having some tech tech live. It's okay, it's okay. It happens says, to me. So it's not easy. Good now. Think about CNN. Those guys okay. get paid millions of dollars to do this shit. Oh, so sorry, Jingles. All it's right, okay. I'm gonna reset it. The time. So I'm, I'm starting completely over. Right. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Maybe make it a little succinct. My audience saw uh, it. I'm not seeing anybody <laughs> saying the audio is bad now. So I, I, I think we can start over now. Um, okay. I'm starting the timer. Your first word. All right, so for the uh, people streaming with me, just tell them to go get a drink or something because I'm starting over. All right. <laughs> if it wasn't apparent from a cursory glance at the discourse surrounding critical race theory in the news and the never-ending flow of toxic sewage that is social media, most of the debate on the topic is using CRT as a stand-in target to advance, via attack or defense, their view of America's path forward. CRT is not merely saying that racism is bad, nor is it a cloak and dagger shield for the destruction of Western civilization, and you should ignore anyone trying to reduce it down to either of those paltry explanations. Thus, most people lack any meaningful understanding of what critical race theory actually is, instead blindly attacking or defending both the concept and the legislation removing it based on willful ignorance and a need to take a side in the cultural proxy war. CRT is a broad lens of legal and societal analysis that forms collectively amongst many scholars and over many years. Is everyone hearing me before I continue? Yes, they're saying they're hearing you. Okay. That said, according to the authors of the textbook cited by most critics by Richard Delgado and Gene Stefankic, as well as the American Bar Association, there are about four key tenets that consistently show up in CRT-inspired conversations. 
One, recognition that race is not biologically real, but is socially constructed and yet socially significant. Two, acknowledgement that racism is a normal feature of society and is embedded within systems and institutions, like the legal system, that replicate racial inequality. Three, rejection of popular understandings about racism, such as arguments that confine racism to a few bad apples, or that racism must be intentional and explicit. CRT recognizes that it is the systemic nature of racism that bears primary responsibility for reproducing racial inequality. And four, the recognition of the relevance of people's everyday lives to scholarship and embracing the lived experiences of people of color. All of these tenets can be supported by mountains of both historical and empirical data, but at its core, CRT is a lens of interpretation, one that places the role of race in society front and center. Opposition to the teaching of CRT in school, therefore, is at best a declaration that race should not take front and center stage in any point in a K-12 setting, and at worst, a declaration that it should not be discussed at all. All accusations of anti-white racism must be analyzed alongside the fact that, thanks to centuries of hi uh, history and a deep-seated attachment to the status quo that conflicts with outwardly stated values of equality, uh, according to a 2000... 2011 study published in Perspectives on Psychological Science, white people on aggregate view racism as a zero-sum game. Such the decreases in perceived bias against black people over the past six decades are associated with increases, uh, increases in perceived bias against white people, a relationship not observed by black people. This bleeds into politics, and in that despite supposedly living in a post-racism society, whites who are made salient of the fact that we are set to become a minority by 2042 tend to endorse more conservative policy positions. The best explanation seems to implicate group status threat as the mechanism for why this might be. Indeed, whites' high and salient racial identity overwhelmingly supported and support Trump, as he seemed to be the candidate most poised to halt the culture shift that had nothing to do with race. This feeling is perhaps best summed up by then-U.S. Senator Jeff Sessions in 2009. Empathy for one party is always prejudice against another. When your way of life is considered normal, when your race or your gender or your sexuality is seen as default, it's very easy to misconstrue the introduction of other perspectives as an attack on your way of life. And that brings me to the notion that CRT is somehow indoctrination when taught to children. In my home state of Kentucky, the social studies curriculum introduces the concepts of community responsibility and the importance of rules in kindergarten, and by the time they exit elementary school, they've learned about colonization, slavery, and the circumstances of voluntary and involuntary migrants to this country. A school curriculum that glosses over the role of slavery in the past and its impact on the present is at best incomplete, one that forbids the discussion entirely or only allows the perspective that racism is a thing of the past is nothing short of propaganda. Critics of CRT, including Donald Trump, point to its divisiveness as a reason to keep it out of schools because they don't want the norms of society questioned or the moral greatness of America challenged. That America was inarguably founded on white supremacy and that the attitudes and values of our founders perpetuated abhorrent conditions for non-white people in this country that are still felt today is either downplayed to preserve the, idol uh, the idolization of said founders or ignored altogether by people who have the gall to say that America was founded as a free nation. From what I've seen, that's the core opposition. Uh, that's the core of the opposition to CRT in general and CRT in schools in particular. The horrible anti-white racism shown in the assignments or seminars that make uh, the rounds almost always amount to whether the fairness of one's lot in life might have something to do with historical and current racial hierarchies and whether or not white people might have a motivated reason to perpetuate that hierarchy to some degree or another.
Pay attention to how the banning of CRT in schools has coincided with an expansion of what CRT entails. According to self-proclaimed CRT expert and licensed massage therapist James Lindsay, if your kid's school is teaching about white privilege, systemic racism, racial equity, or racial justice, it is teaching critical race theory. If this becomes the case, the American ideals of freedom, justice, and equality all become meaningless because they get to be defined by those threatened by those ideas, by a group of people who believe that racism is over and that whites becoming a minority spells doom for the nation. CRT is an important perspective that provides more value existing even than not. It is a lens that places race front and center, not the end-all be-all claim to Six understanding minutes. the entire universe. Like any other lens, its use can be limited or poorly executed, but being exposed to and contemplating perspectives other than our own, other than our own is not anti-white or anti-Western and especially not anti-American. In fact, it's about as American as it gets. And that's my time. All right. AST, do you want to go ahead and take over? Yeah, so I think uh, Jangles touched on everything that I was going to say. So I'm just going to defer to the other team. Okay, sounds good. Oh, wait. So, uh, wait, wait, wait. Before you do that, let me go ahead and take care of my housekeeping uh, relevancy. <laughs> um, if, oh, you know what? Oh, I'm so sorry, guys. I uh, have lost my notes here um just want to let everybody know uh if you have any questions or super chats um please tag them at modern day debate if they're unpaid and we will add them to the list if uh we can get to them uh super chats will have um priority uh, one second just gotta type in this real quick okay um remember to attack the argument and not the person uh Ad hominems and personal attacks will not be read. Um, we are a neutral platform hosting debates on science, religion, and politics. We want everybody to feel welcome, no matter what your views are. Our guests are linked in the description. And if you're listening via podcast, you can find their links there as well. Uh, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. We have a lot more live debates coming. You don't want to miss them. Uh, and with that, we will go ahead and kick it over to Rob Nor and Conspiracy Castle. The floor is yours. <clears throat> well, it looks like I'm forward. it looks like I'm going first. Well, I'm primetime 99 Alex Stein. I'm on the grind all the time. And let me tell you my first problem with CRT or critical race theory. Of course, racism exists. You know, I'm going to get real. You know, I'm not going to lie and say that there aren't racist people in the world. You know, that that is insane. But what the most insane thing that critical race theory states is that race isn't real and that it's a social construct when you just know genetically and biologically that's true. That's the same mindset as saying a person that transition, a man that transitions to a woman should be able to compete against a female that he's not the biological same sex as. I mean, it's the same idea as, you know, going against our biological science. We're going against ob objective facts and we're throwing those to the wind. So that's like one of the big things, the fact that race isn't real, we shouldn't teach that. So that's kind of my biggest issue, but it goes more into that. See, it's based in Marxism. And the idea of Marxism is there's no individualism. It's all communalism. And so when you really think about when we were in school, we had to read a book called uh, Brave New World. We had to read a book uh, called 1984. And in those books, basically in the future, it is your the world is such a communalistic state you can't even feel love because love is the idea of 
possession or ownership. And that's what critical race theory does. It takes away our individualism and our ownership. And that's the main problem that I have with it, because what it does is it focuses people that are victims of intersectionality. Now, what is intersectionality? Let's say you're like a black woman and you're, you know, and you want to do some activism. So you join a, uh, a woman's you know, a woman's suffrage movement or something, you know, a woman's rights movement. Well, the woman would say, even though she's a woman in that group, since she's a black woman, that she is less than the white women in that group. And let's say she was at a black rights movement. She would say in that movement, she was a victim of intersectionality because she is a woman, even though she's black in the black group, she's a woman. So what happens is we find the victims of intersectionality and we put them at the forefront. It's not this style of equity or equality. What it is, is it's the absolute upside down world that tells you that race isn't real. And it creates this sort of, uh, class and social structure that's taught in schools that let's be real we already know stereotypes people believe in stereotypes we already have preconceived notions of people i'm not going to sit here and lie and say oh people aren't racist that exists that's not oh, that's not my issue i do think we do need to address racism in the world i don't want to sit here and be like oh my god there's nobody that's mean to everybody but the idea that you're going to fix it by teaching kids marxist values that are based in the idea of conflict theory what that does is that positions us against one another so it's going to create a future where all we do is hate one another because it's based in Marx's conflict theory. So you have to think about that idea. In the future, if you actually want a society that is some sort of utopia where everybody's getting along, then creating social classes and saying that race isn't real is like saying two plus two doesn't equal four. You're actually living in the upside down clown world. And that's the problem with the whole idea of critical race theory for me is it just it takes objective facts and throws those to the wind in the idea of communalism. So it takes away the individualism of the person. I've said this multiple times. You have to realize that's a big deal to me. I'm primetime 99 Alex Stein. I'm one of the most individualistic guys you know. I'm the king of individualism. So if I could ever be a student in this day and age where I would have to be persecuted just because I'm a white male, and I'm saying it's not even that it's anti-white. It's not even that. I'm not even trying to say that's why I feel so demonized. I, I'm not. But at the end of the day, even they say it in their own literature, that is the person at the top of the intersectionality section is the white male. So for me, being a white male, I would have to be taken away from the center. Even though you're part of the majority, what happens because I'm a white male, inherently I'm racist because I'm part of a racist structure. I don't think that's fair. That doesn't put like Martin Luther King says, to judge people by the content of their character. Now you're judging us by groups of people, which is not fair. And so I don't want to be judged by some white trash guy. I mean, I'm white trash. I'm not just saying that, but it's unfair. What it does is it creates social structures and lumps in people that are unfairly grouped. And, and it throws the baby out with the bathwater. Because what happens is when you throw out every single white person, you say every single white person is racist, what that does is that actually creates racism. Racism. That actually makes people think, oh, well, why would I want to be nice? Why would I Why would I even want to help out people if they're already going to think I'm racist? And that means they're always going to have their guard up. They're always going to be defensive. And that's what it's meant to do because it's based in Marx's conflict theory. And the idea of you have to change 
the universe or change the world themselves. That's why it's it most uh, it's it's created out of these indoctrination programs in these colleges, like Yale in these Ivy League stuff. The same schools that were the Rockefeller and Rothschild, in order to make students that were just basically slaves that just were you know good order followers. That's what they want. They don't want to create creativity or individualism. What they want you to do is they want you to be a slave. They want you to go to college and get in a hundred thousand dollars of debt, and they want you to just be in the rat race the rest of your life paying off that college debt and what critical race theory does is now it puts a bunch of african americans and people that may not have gone to college and even puts them in that situation so now that they can exploit even in all the races they do with the schooling that is just insane and look listen all i have to say is this when it comes to the student loans joe biden's not going to lift any of those if you don't think that these colleges and their endowments are, are a manipulation machines then i'm just telling you these schools are, are basically evil organizations and and i've talked over my time but that's six they, minutes and there you go i'll defer to you rob all right thanks so much um so first we have to ask, what are schools for? Schools are to teach education and basic curriculum of things like mathematics, history, language, reading. Um, and we have agreed on other things. Like we used to do shop class, which we sorely miss. Other things like that. Critical race theory at its core claims that anyone who disagrees with them is acting any form of racism. This is not science or education. So the neat little trick that they've set up is if you disagree with the premises that they've set, then you're acting as racist. And in fact, they've set all of these dichotomies up that it doesn't literally make sense to listen to them. For example, as we'll get to throughout the debate, you're considered culturally appropriating if you want to do things that you see in people of color's culture. But if you don't express enough interest in people of color and their culture, then you're considered racist for being standoffish. Similarly, if you object to the teachings that you see in critical race theory, according to them, that's just more evidence that you're racist. And that's one of the fundamental reasons that we shouldn't allow this to be taught in school, because it is a religious cult. It is something that seeks to only go after people as heretics, and it's non-falsifiable. You can't point to data sets, you can't point to other arguments, because they say, oh, all of that's deflecting from racist, which means you're racist. Right? That's what they'll say. The other reason to reject this is because it is, in fact, racist. And yes, it is racist to people uh, that they consider oppressors. I do think that uh, Alex was correct that this does come from a sort of Marxist tradition. And you don't even have to use the word Marxist. It seeks to identify the world as oppressors versus oppressed, and it takes away individual agency. Now, this is bad if you're the group that's considered oppressor, in this case, white people, because you're considered that nothing you could do can escape you from this role as an oppressor. You're no longer an individual. And you can see in the definition that was given by our opponents, intent doesn't matter. That's right. No matter what you do or what you intend, if you're white, you are racist and you're engaged in a system that is racist and you could never escape that. The most prominent critical race theory author in the world today is Robin DiAngelo, who wrote the book White Fragility. Uh, also, Indy Abram Kennedy. Uh, both of them claim things like that to reject the idea that all white people are racist and live in this racist society is actually just more evidence of racism. And so that in itself is a form of racism. Telling people that they are racist based on their skin color is a fact of judging someone based on their race, which should be rejected. And we prescribe specific instructions for how those people must act based on their skin color, another form of racism. We also see that it's racist towards people of color as well, though, because it operates in this form of a bigotry of low expectations. 
the way that what makes us human is the decisions we make in our personal agencies. One of the most inhumane things you could do is stop treating people as an individual with agency and instead treat them as a group that are perpetual victims that could never overcome that victimhood status because the system we live in that's being taught in critical race theory says that this racism will be ever prevalent. So I just want to go through there's two things that we need to look at this first. Are the claims of critical race theory accurate? I will argue that they're not accurate, including the claim that race isn't biologically real, uh, including the claim that we have to reject the intentionality of racism. It sounds good on face value, but when you look at how it's practiced, what we see is that it's actually used to do sort of Maoist struggle sessions where we force students as little as kindergarten to admit their racism and their shame. We tell them that they have to allow people of color to yell and scream at them. We tell them that if they get upset by this, that's more evidence that they're racist. These are the ways these things play out in actual practice. And what we'll see probably from many people that endorse critical race theory is they employ the no true Scotsman's fallacy. Oh, no, no, no. That's not what I mean when I talk about it. The truth is there are litany of definitions we could give for critical race theorem theory, and we could talk about those specific definitions, but we ought to talk about how it plays out in practice. Because if we have a system that is justifying racism and going after people in these ways, then it needs to be rejected on face value. Uh, the other thing we need to ask is, is critical race theory used well? Is it working? It is not, as I'll provide evidence, that it actually increased division. As critical race theory has been promulgated more in academia, we've seen the division increase from both whites and from people of color. Uh, lastly, uh, there are certain things that don't make sense. For example, uh, if this was a white system set up to benefit white people, why are Asians and other ethnicities outperforming white people so significantly? It would seem that if this racism was ever prevalent and stuck, created by people in positions of power to maintain that power, it's doing a very poor job of which, how much time do I have left? I'll read a bit of an article if I have. We got two minutes, I think. Oh, excellent. We can also see that when we talk about the need to reject white fragility and whiteness, that it's often employed in ways that is racist, again, towards minorities. For example, the National Museum of African American History talked about in their employment of critical race theory that we need to reject whiteness. Some of the things they defined as whiteness was the individual, self-reliance, independence is highly valued, a nuclear family, emphasis on objective, rational, linear thinking, cause and effect relationships, Hard work is key to success. If you, uh, you should work before you play, um, being on time, respecting authority, planning for the future. This is horribly offensive and racist to people of color. If you want to work hard and have a family, that's engaging in whiteness. And it's these sorts of things that actually seek to harm the very people that critical race theory claims to be trying to help. The last thing I'll read is a little bit from how critical race theory is being employed in Portland right now. I've spent uh, the TR2 Loudon School District. Uh, uh, let's see. About 10 seconds. Educator. Oh, only 10 seconds. I'll wait then. I'll just yield the rest of my time. No problem. Okay. Thank you guys so much for those opening statements. And we're about to kick it into uh, to open dialogue. Just want to quickly remind everyone to, again, uh, if you're going to send in a super chat or a question for the uh, debaters, please remember to attack the arguments and not the debaters and to respect the moderators in the chat and again their links are in the description so please smash that like button and subscribe and again the floor is all your yours guys go ahead and have your open discussion okay um so if you if you don't mind if i could ask first um one of the things just listening to you talk jangles give that explanation 
and in my reading of critical race theory, do you think that racism is always prevalent? Always prevalent in some form or another, but then again, uh, if you go by the definition that racism must be explicit, that you have to like have an actual malice against somebody. But I think in a lot of circumstances, the bar for racism should be set a lot lower. Historical circumstances are real. Time is linear. And so, and things that have happened in the past that all of us hopefully would consider objectively racist still manifest themselves today in material circumstances by a wide variety of people. Okay. Right? So if it's, is it just prevalent amongst white people in white societies, or is this same sort of racism also prevalent in any society that has power structures? I'm sure if there's a if there's a society with a history of racial categorization or ethnic uh, separation or ethnic hierarchies, I'm sure that would exist as well. But no, I'm only familiar with America. Okay, so. if it's true and critical race theory does propose it, there's either one or two explanations. It's that white people are uniquely in the ability of always being racist, or if it's that all structures will exist like this, how is your very teaching and embracing of this not encouraging actual more racism? This is what which it is, which I and let me explain just briefly, if I could explain briefly, because what you've done is you admitted that by 2044, whites will no longer be the majority. But wouldn't that just mean that the new group that will be the majority will actually employ the exact same systems even if it's not employed in the exact same ways or to the severity of, inevitably they will develop power structures that will result in their in-group preference maintaining illegitimate power over others. So isn't it true then that whites will then just be people of color? And if so, when you teach white people this, how do you expect them to react? Hold on, well, hold on. let's go step that one at a time. Well, the reason I wanted to interrupt you is that something that, that both of you I cannot believe both of you disagreed with. Both of you think that race is biologically real. This is just scientifically incorrect, and we'll get into that in here in a second. But one of the uh, one of the purported like tenets of uh, critical race theory is that by, uh, that race is not biologically real, and therefore white people are not inherently anything. All right, we are products of our social environment, and it doesn't have to be explicit. This is another thing. Like when you have your expectation of racism said to be like, "I hate you because of your race," that bar for racism is is very 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 hard to meet, and it's very easy to skirt under if you know what you're doing. Well, one so, thing, I, dude, dude, you're telling me. I'm the same as you know Hakeem Elijah one no way dude when I'm that's naked exactly I, that's, I, that's dude Hakeem Elijah one is a different race than me dude that's, that's not exactly racist that's real dude what he's the diff- fuck are you talking di- oh, let me, just, let me, I let me interject here let me interject yeah. here so uh critical race theory is is descriptive not prescriptive uh critical race theory says that this is how things are not how they should be but it also but me and Marshawn Lynch are not the same brace, dude. But That's just I just want that to be known. Guys, let's 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 let's, let's, let's stop. Do we, do we need to go into three minute intervals? No, no we need to go into 30, no. three minute intervals. No, no. I'm good. I'm good I, for I, the, the blood sports. But just just okay, to, just okay, respond. Okay, to everybody, stop. Everybody, 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 stop. I'm stopping the climber. I'm stopping the timer. I'm stopping the timer. Everybody, stop. Everybody, stop. stop the everybody clock. Stop. Everybody, 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 stop. Okay. Who's still talking? AST. Chill. Stop. 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 Everybody, stop. Everybody, stop. Stop. We got to stop talking over each other. <laughs> We're going to do that? I think you're listening yeah, I to I think you might feed. be behind. I think you're I think you might be listening to the to the uh to the uh, video, not the call. The Zoom call. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, weren't talking when you were yelling all that stuff. Really? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm listening right. to live too. Okay. My bad. I'm messing it up too. Okay. Are we good? Are we? Are we stuck? Are we? Are we good? 
yeah, we're no, good. We're good. yeah, yeah. We don't need three minute intervals or anything. Right. Just go. go okay, ahead. okay. Go, Rob go, was go. gonna say something. Sorry. Yeah, I was just gonna say, SD. It, it is also it also does talk about how racism is inevitable. It talks about this. For example, when you read a lot of Robin D'Angelo and what she writes, she says that the struggle will never be over. That saying that we could just obtain goals and therefore we need to avoid the struggle is itself a form of racism. So this racism will always exist and it exists in everything to varying degrees. So it's not just as simple as saying, well, this system is the way it is, but it'll sometime it could possibly change. It can't change. It could only get better, but it could never be solved. That is a core tenet of critical race theory. So this is something that's going to absolutely destroy this discussion and anyone's going forward. So you said you kind of preemptively <laughs> said that uh, uh, we're going to employ the no true Scotsman fallacy and that well, oh, that's not critical race theory. But no, how can I physically answer? How can I intellectually answer for someone else? I can tell you what I think the CRT is. I can, I can tell you what the tenets that I agree with, and I do agree with most of them. That's all I can do. And by the same token, you saying that that thing in Portland or that or whatever no that's the true that's the true scotsman of crt again we cannot have a productive conversation all right let's let's talk one on one let's talk about our own opinions and stop asking each other to, to answer for like but, the, but, representative but again like but again this is something that you see how can we have a conversation if we can't agree on what the terms mean so what we should do is look at how it's employed in the way that it's employed in the real world, right? So saying, oh, well, I disagree with all the ways that it's employed in the probably hundreds of examples I could bring up. I disagree with all those, but my critical race theory is different. No, we should look at how it's being employed. That's why these laws, that's why this is a topic because we're starting to pass laws that say we reject this being taught because they're seeing how it's being taught. And there's a pushback, including from the liberal left, it, particularly in the K through 12 saying, this is insane, like lining up kindergartners and telling them actually linear thinking and mathematics is racist and that you shouldn't have to show your work or that's a form of racism, which I can provide all the evidence that these are things that have been suggested. That is a form of racism and it's destroying education. So why should we ignore all that? Because you define it differently. And I'll say real quick, even <laughs> with your current definition, I can show you based on your definition how it actually leads to that being taught that way. So the definition you've given is also dangerous. Cool. And oh, cool, because my definition is supported by mountains of, like I said, historical and empirical data, and I'm happy no. to defend my position. Okay, for example, you say you say that the lived ex- that part of the tenet of critical race theory is, well, first, you just on the biology really quick. Uh, uh, I know, like, actually, I, I'm really, really interested in how you think race is biologically real sure sure paleontologists could look at uh could look at bones from thousands of years ago and determine one of three major ethnicities or race cool what are those three biologically not real how's that possible where do those categories come from they come from biology do they say that hey like based on where you came from like in your uh, ancestry like we can like sort of guess you do you think that like there's a distinct biological separation between black and white and like i don't know asian yeah yeah, and think about all the other species that have. I mean, you're telling me you you honestly really believe that we're all the same. I mean, are you trolling with that? I'm not trying. There's I'm not more tro- genetic diversity within African populations as there is between African populations and European populations. That oh, is a biological dude. genetic fact. I'm dude, sorry. That's that fake you. science. No, it doesn't hurt my that's science. Fake I'm just science? Saying, dude, yeah, okay, that, that cool. that's not true. Dude. Cool, that's not really. Look it up. I mean, that's just dude. Hey, that's praise, just can not, you hear me? Can you turn on the slow mode in the chat, please? And I'm not anti. I mean, I, I don't. I would love to be black. I'm a culture vulture, dude. I, I mean, and and I, I consider myself. I'm not some conservative. I'm not some freaking. Uh, I'm just saying, critical race theory well, you're is certainly not a geneticist. 
Listen, I, I don't Either see are how you. what you said. If, if I may, I don't see how what you said is responsive to me. If it was true that this was all socially constructed, could you just explain to me how paleontologists will be able to look at a skeleton from five thousand years ago and identify differences between one race and another? And black because people have an extra bone in their foot. Black people, but black people have an extra bone in their foot. I don't have that bone. Okay, because the categorizations that we employ to arbitrarily decide if we just dis decide okay black people tend to come from this place uh, asian people arbitrarily come from this place uh white people tend to arbitrarily come from this place depending on how far you go back in your ancestry all of us are going to come from africa anyway so yeah i'm not saying that this is a bad thing and, I'm, and i don't like this like it's seemingly conservative definition of social construct to mean it's not real but the arbitrary set points of those categorizations are, are like i said arbitrary so why was oh so was obama black and the answer to that is yeah, we all considered him black, even though he was half black, half white. But we considered him black because race is a social construct. And, 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 and so we we yeah. can see we can see that it's not. I think clearly from that. But it yeah. doesn't matter. We can move on. Uh, okay, you can just continue. We're just going to gonna agree to disagree. Yeah. But we can move on. Uh, like for example, the lived experience. So we have to employ one of your four definitions was that intent doesn't matter. Oh no no no! I gotta say this. I gotta say this. So Rachel Dolezal, she's the fake race baiter. You know Rachel Dolezal. No, I have to, I, you know, do you know who Rachel Dolezal is? Yes, Jangles? I know who Rachel Dolezal Okay, is. so so Rachel Dolezal identified as black. And so since socially, since she was constructed socially as black, was she actually black or was she white? Fuck, dude, I'd, lo I'd love to have a conversation about that. I think that's an interesting. Uh, well, yes, white or black. Was she white or black, bro? I don't know. I don't. I think it's a really interesting conversation. Oh, so you're saying she's so, so, you, so, so that shows you how dumb you are. Rachel Dolezal, born to both white parents. You think she's black. That shows you that you're an idiot. That's oh, all I need honey. to know. But go ahead. Oh, honey, oh I can, honey, honey you're, you're an imbecile. You're a girl, a, a girl with two white parents. You're going to black. That shows you how you're not basing objective facts. You're an idiot, dude. I mean, I hate to be rude, but that's just idiotic. Oh. I'm not. I, I apologize. That's just yeah. absurd, dude, to say a woman. I don't to set up my you, microphone. Uh, that's true. My microphone's not set up that well, but I'm not a tech geek. I'll just tell you this much. Uh, Rachel Dolezal has two white parents. She's not black, but you are so insane. Did that I you think say she that is. she was black or did I think? Yeah, you I just would you skirted it. You wouldn't admit that she's white. You just did that, bud. So, so, it could be no, an interesting you, conversation. You, you won't even admit that she's white, dude. You won't admit that. Is she white or is she black? I'm so sorry that you're so opposed to like critical thinking. and like. No, I'm just saying you can't admit that she's white. You're not based in reality, dude. You can't even admit that Rachel Dolezal faked it. She had to apologize. So she would even say that it's not a social construct so i'm just saying you can't even admit that it just shows you that you're intellectually dishonest no okay no. if i can if is I she can, black or white but if i could bring this if i could talk about this so one of the you want to answer is, it. you're like, a coward we look if, if i may uh when we look at the idea of the fourth characterization of your definition says that we have to identify with the lived experiences of people of color so i think the point that my partner's trying to make here is how can we determine what is a lived experience of a person of color if everyone could if race isn't socially, it's only socially constructed. So the reason that that part's in there is because when you get into the nitty gritty of how this is practiced, people will say things like this. I was pulled over by the police because it was black, I was black. Or someone asked me if I worked at Walmart because I'm black. They asked me to grab something from a shelf, which famously, uh, I believe Michelle Obama claimed at one point. And when you point out, well, wait a minute, there's a litany of other reasons they could have thought that. They'll say, you don't know, my lived experience of a black person is more important. But the problem is, one, that's bad for reasons we'll get to in a second. But second, who's to say who's a black person? How do we know who's inherently racist, what these structures are? What do you think socially, racist... socially constructed means? I want, you, I want both of you to answer that. because Dude, I think, dude, different. socially constructed means Rachel Dolezal is born from two white parents and she can put on what black makeup and dye her. So she's socially constructed. What Listen, do, I studied sociology. It's, it's basically how society views your social standing. That, that's the, what do you think is, so, 
so it's nature versus nurture so it's a nature around her and that's why she did it so she loves black culture so she pretended to be black she's not black dude you can't even admit that rachel dolezal is not black dude so you don't even have any leg to stand on you're in the upside down world you're like in looney tunes but rachel dolezal has two white parents and you can't even admit that i think that's super rich for someone who just rejected a true statement about genetics uh like not even dude you rejected a true statement that she both of her parents are white you can't even admit that she's not black black. you won't even admit you won't even admit it dude you're just a coward you won't even stand behind what you say it's just you spit this psycho babble out you won't even stand by it it's just yeah. absurd. It's All fine. Right, I get, I, okay, I, Rob, Rob, since he's very upset, can you define what you think socially constructed means? Well, sure. Socially constructed means that there's not a biological reality and instead society using arbitrary markers have determined definitions of things. Cool. I actually agree with that. So, But, but does, that, does that mean socially constructed things don't have enormous impact on our society? No, it wouldn't mean that. But the problem is we often claim things. You see this happen on the left a lot. People often claim things are socially constructed when they're not. And it's problematic to do so because, for example, if I were to talk, one of, uh, there's all sorts of like, like things that just don't jive with this, that are contentious with each other, right? So, for example, if I were to say, ah, we're going to dole out uh, additional farm aid to people based on their skin color because we need some form of reparation because this country has historically pe- treated people of color poorly. And someone says, I agree, and I'm a person of color because there is no genetic identifier to what a person of color is. It's just arbitrary rules constructed by society. And I reject the arbitrary nature of how they've constructed these definitions and choose to define myself as else. So now no one can have an authentic lived experience as a person of color because anyone who chooses to be a victim and to be otherized would say, yes, I've basically had the experience of a person of color. And this matters because we could see that according to the definition that you gave, right, the idea is this system has been promulgated by white people in order to entrench white people at the top. But the problem is white people are something like 13th by every metric that we use to determine success in this country. Asian hold on, Americans- hold on, hold on. Let's, let's at least agree on this. The founding of the United States in 1776, okay, that was founded by white people for white people, right? We at least agree on that. Those were white supremacists by our definitions. They entrenched white supremacy at the founded the Constitution. They said if you are not white, you are not a citizen of this nation. Not only that, but you can be a slave and you can be subjugated and you can ha- and you have zero rights. Uh, can we at least agree on that? Yeah, I believe so, racism real is real. I'll give you that. Right, right. So what I would say is. There were definitely racist beliefs and there were racist practices that were written into our laws, but the foundational idea of our founding or the idea of our foundational documents was one of people being created equal and focused on the individual. See, this is what I I don't like this no true Scotsman fallacy that you're saying. That wasn't real America. That wasn't the real American ideas. Like, no, dude, American ideas or whatever. Nobody said that. But that's but no, but but again, what we're saying is that the way it was practiced, like, and this is constantly what you'll see. So all of the things we could talk about how absurd and nonsensical this position is, and now it results in real racism and sort of this religious indoctrination the defense will always be these following two things the two things will be no true scotsman and it'll be but racism happened in the past therefore we're justified no one's articulating that racism didn't happen in the past and racism happens currently hold on two things one two things one okay so so he keeps going back to this this religious indoctrination and i want to i want i want you to define religion for me real quick Sure. So in this sense, what we're talking about with religion is a belief that is non-falsifiable, that you believe that you have to, is an ultimate truth that you have to fight for. And how is this non-falsifiable? So for example, um, let me ask you, uh, is our system, does critical race theory, and I'll ask you this, ASD, does critical race theory promulgate a system set up by white people to keep white people entrenched in systems of power? 
No, as I said, that uh, critical race theory is prescriptive, not descriptive. So, um, okay, if so I'm, if I'm understanding, does it does it say that it was a system set up by white people to keep white people entrenched? Yes, in a system of power. Yes, it, but it, but then why aren't they? Why are Asians outperforming them? Do you think on aggregate that Asians control this country like they are in the highest institutions? No, of power? I think let's, that the let's idea look at this. Let's look at look at historical country. I think the idea that we could explain the idea that we could explain non inequity or non equal outcomes by simply saying racism is nonsense. So here's the why was, tree. Here's the why tree that always goes down in these conversations. Why do you think that people of color, well, at least black people and Hispanic people, why do you think that they are not doing as well by almost all metrics as white people? Here's the there's white tree. tons. Of, there's. It's great to have that discussion. Unfortunately, in a form of critical race theory, the mere fact that I will give alternative explanations would mean that I am, in fact, being racist. Okay, how about this? Here's what critical race theory, uh, based on uh, my understanding of it and my own, uh, like again, based on my understanding, critical race theory would say that based on historical circumstances of people who are objectively, undeniably racist, that either that perpetuates racism to today because you know time is linear, people don't just magically stop being racist once a law is passed, and uh, material circumstances that do not require active uh, participation or active malicious racism to perpetuate these material circumstances. And this would explain why there are certain inequities. It explains why Asian people tend to, uh, to not uh, fall into the same like uh, bad outcomes as, as uh, other why? people of color because uh, why? the immigration and the history of Asian people in this country are different. It's so let's talk different. about the history of Asian people, like for yeah, example, that's, be, the, that's yeah, a great the, point. Most of, yeah, about- most of the people in the, I think the Immigration Act in the 1950s or 60s, I can't uh, quite remember the exact date, but yeah, most people coming here from, from Asia are, are a little bit richer. And so they're going to have- uh, uh, So for example, we can see the Japanese Americans far outperform white Americans. Let's look at the history of Japanese Americans in this country. Alien land laws prevented Japanese American peasant farmers from owning land and property for decades. 120,000 Japanese Americans were sent to internment camps during World War II. Assets, homes, businesses, and farms all seized and stolen under the Civil Rights Act. Of, of course, and then there was immigration Jap- after that as well. Okay. Yeah, Japanese What's, people have what, done. Okay. Moreover, the internment resulted in a $3.1 billion lot property loss and $6.4 billion in income loss in 2014 dollars without accounting for potential investment. All right, before you keep, before you keep going on this gish before you keep going on the gish do you think that the He's internment crushing you. Hold on. Yeah, he's crushing me a, a lot, definitely. Uh, do you think that the internment camps of Japanese people, uh, which we all agree are bad, and actually still do perpetuate a lot of white Asian stereotypes here? Because again, Asian racism is 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 first is like front and center right now. Do you think that this is comparable to the centuries of oppression that other people have experienced? Well, it wouldn't matter. Let me articulate why. Like, it's hard to compare. But I will admit, I think that clearly we would say Black Americans suffered, I think, a longer history of abuse in this country. But that's not the point, because the point is we're not looking at Asian Americans versus Black Americans. The central supposition of critical race theory is that white Americans will remain at the top because all of these other races that they did horrible stuff to. If that's true, certainly they did horrible stuff to Japanese Americans, yet Japanese Americans, including multi-generational ones, so not just recent immigrants, tend to outperform white people in almost every metric. So why is that the case? It seems that this would be evidence against, and I go back to my original supposition, AST, to answer your question, this is why it's a religion. Because it doesn't matter if we present evidence that disputes the central claims, people say, nope, I don't believe it, it's still racism. That group just doesn't count them. 
the, the core of your argument seemed to be that because some groups that have been persecuted are doing well, then other groups that are persecuted are, should just suck it up that, that, that's, uh, that all the tenants of- That's not what I said at all. Why don't you bring up the fact that some people have that have experienced persecution in the country are doing okay? How is that in any way a refutation that other groups uh, that have been persecuted in the country are not doing well? So what I would point because, to- those Because those your claim, because the claim of critical race theory is the explanation from unequal outcomes when we see different races is that white people have abused them with policies in the past and have set up a structure to make sure white people remain at the top. If that hypothesis was true, we would expect to see all races that are non-white, particularly those like Japanese Americans that suffered concrete abuses. Are you familiar with the history we of welfare in this country? Be, real quick, let me finish. We would predict if your hypothesis was correct, that those people would be doing worse than white people, but they're not. What is your explanation for why Asian Americans, despite the abuse and, and, and abuse and these laws and this white privilege that was used against them, why are they outperforming white people? What's your explanation? Well, one, Asian Americans are not a monolith. They come from a lot of different Well, ways. Japanese Americans yeah, Japanese Americans. Again, okay. but again, a lot of that has to do with the immigration. And again, these don't, these two things are not analogous, right? It doesn't have to be that no one who has ever been oppressed in this society can ever uh, can uh, uh, go forth, and that therefore that disproves oppression. What I'm thinking is let, let's uh, talk about the history of welfare in this country. White people benefited a lot from welfare. They benefited, uh, benefited from the Homestead Act. They benefited from lots of social programs that helped to lift people out of poverty. They were given land. They were given houses. They were given lots of infrastructure to succeed. But the second that black people were were perceived to start getting close to more racial equity, suddenly white Americans started opposing those social welfare uh, those social welfare policies. So the same things that benefited white people in the past are now being opposed because the perception is now, well, they're not going just to white people, now they're going to those ungrateful black people. But I mean, this, this, is, is, this is the problem. And, and oh, is, is, it, wait, 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 is there, I mean, but uh, I don't think, you're, you're putting that position like we're all against social services. I'm not against social services. I mean, I'm not against welfare. I know, I know, but, but, but I'm just saying uh, critical race theory is not that i mean this is a much deeper marxist evil thing than just you know equality and equity like i said it takes away the individualism of the person i mean it's an actual orwellian nightmare is what it's creating do you believe that you know I wish you, I was so weak to think that this was an Orwellian nightmare. I cannot imagine. What are you talking about? Things. What are you talking? I'm just saying you, you can't see the plan that, that's in play right now, all the division that they're causing. You don't think that they're purposely trying to cause division? Well, with, was with there division in, during the civil rights movement in the 60s? Do you think there was racial division in this country? Yeah, of course. Cool. Of course. Who, who, who do you think white people were Is this the most safe? racist time of your life? It Hold is on, now. I need you to, because I need it's you artificially to, created by the media. Hold by on, the I, need, I need you power. to answer this question. Oh, honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? yeah. I'll answer cool. any question. Can you answer a question? Is Rachel Dolezal black or white? I don't think she is, but it's an interesting conversation to have. You don't think My she's what? Has not changed. You don't think she's what? She, I don't think she's black, but I think it's an interesting conversation. Okay, so then so then already your argument's done because then social constructs don't decide your race. So if social constructs did, then she would be black. So ipso facto, you're a liar you're full of crap so yeah what do you maybe intellectually okay, honest what do you, about what do you say well, okay what do you say that uh why is obama black what do you say to that he's half black and half white his mom is white do, do you think it's incorrect to call him black do you think that everyone who called him the first black president no but it's not incorrect lying? to call him white either in my opinion okay so most people would say that it's incorrect to call him white well let me let me just ask you but i would i wouldn't say that's incorrect because his mom's white Right, just okay. real quick, like we don't have to take a, how would you then, because you're saying it's unfair to use other people's definitions, how would you define someone who's white and someone who's a person of color? Okay, a lot of it has to do with like, what did they identify as? 
Uh, what do they feel most comfortable? Dude, you're I'm insane, dude. That's not true, man. Oh, right. if someone if someone was a dude, you don't choose your okay, dude. You don't choose your color of your skin, man. That's just not a black person would. And this is, of course, there's a bunch of idiot white people talking about race, but I'm just saying you don't choose the color of your skin. The fact you don't, you know, you know, cow. A tiger doesn't choose its stripes, bro. And the fact you can't admit that is very sad. Okay. It's really weird that you're starting to like compare like racial groups of humans to different animal species. That's I'm just trying to explain it. So so you can understand. So you get a better understanding because you're in the upside down world that you can't understand simple logic that having two white parents make you white. No, you get to choose your color. Like, I'm sure you believe you get to choose your sex too. And it's funny because I'm sure you're, I'm sure you're pro science, but yet you get to go against your biological sex. I'm just saying actually all the science points. Yeah, all the science points that way. Oh, you see, that shows fake mumbo jumbo science, dude. That's absurd. That's just fake science. So, if I can, sort of like merging these two points. So, when we say if race is just socially constructed and it's not real, so when we in critical race theory, for example, hold on, wait, I I gotta stop you. When we say that socially constructed versus not real, these two things are not biological, not real. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Like language is socially constructed. Okay. Okay, so it's not biological reality, it's socially constructed, right? So then when we say people of color have been oppressed and we talk about the need to have, we need to listen more to people of color. What is a person of color? That's just someone, if the shade of their color is irrelevant, right? When you're saying it's how they identify, if they identify as oppressed, that would be the characteristic that would put them as a person of color, correct? Okay. Do you think that okay? Uh, let's say I identify as an American. America is. It's just because your ideas are so hypocritical. That's why we can't accept them. Dude. Hold on, uh, Jangles. No, I'm, everything I'm you're saying to... is so hypocritical. That's okay. why it's absurd. Awesome. So cool. Do you think America is biologically real? It exists in nature. America. America yeah, is biologically in real. Yeah. Exists in nature. I mean, I mean, America is real. It's a country. But dude, uh, this is, this, does it exist in nature? This is, this is dude. This is this is answer some question, bullshit buddy. question that doesn't what? have an answer, dude. Oh it, no! It, it is America an answer, doesn't it? Dude, you can't admit Guys, simple things. Much, You're trying to act like it's America a bi- biological being, dude. You can't even answer simple questions. You, that just I'm just saying you can't even stay on topic, dude. Because Jangles, you know, you're so hypocritical. I'll help you out, buddy. America is not real in any sort of biological or natural sense. It is a social construct. Now, does that mean that identifying as an American, it doesn't have some sort of basis in quote-unquote reality? No, we are socially constructed animals. We are biologically social. Our social interactions matter If I'm born in America, does that mean I'm an American? I think so. So I'm biologically American when I I travel places. So I would be biologically (laughs) American. So I'm just saying America is a biological thing. Let him get his point out. Oh, That's what I'm saying. A bi- oh, America sorry. is a biological thing. If I'm American, no. then America is a biological thing. Yes. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's not because be American. <laughs> I'm American. I'm biological. What, you guys I am laugh, so but glad what are you, you insulted about? my intelligence and then continued talking. It's the dude. You, you're the one that can't even admit a person with two white parents is white, dude. You're the one that has no idea. You're not basing reality using a bunch of mumbo jumbo fake science. I mean, fake listen, science. I'm not here okay. to say that I'm a brainiac. It's just you can't even admit facts you can't even admit objective facts you're saying two plus two equals five it's not even worth discussing with you because it's so absurd and then Alex. ast can't even talk Alex. i know but this guy's a mute down here he's a he's a little wimp he needs to say something he's just sitting there not saying anything i'd like to hear him say something uh, alex let him get his whole point out before you yeah, cut him nice. off okay go ahead jangles ast go yeah yeah jangles i think you were saying something still afraid okay 
Wait, uh, Alex, you've been able to fuck up, man. You don't say anything, dude. Right, so talk. No, Why don't you talk? You haven't said it's five fine. words. Right. Anything to say. It's fine. Right, I'll, I'll take the time. Just makes the whole yeah. point. Alex, Let him get Alex, the whole buddy. point out, Alex. Right, I'll just reiterate what I said because, man, you rambled on. No, America's not biologically or naturally real, but that doesn't mean our identification as America doesn't mean something to us, okay? All right, this, there's this dichotomy between if it's socially constructed, it's not real. It's a false dichotomy, and I wish people would stop doing it. Okay, well, like, that's fine. I, I use the word real. I should have said biologically real. The problem is, though, when you say that we can't look at the identifying biological markers and instead it's just about how you identify, then it becomes a matter of feelings. That's all this is. And when we're talking about a worldview that says one group of people will always be racist and we identify those people based on how they identify, it's quick to see how this system would be quickly abused. And then once you know, here's here's a really interesting uh, uh, hypothetical. It's not even hypothetical. It actually happens. So there are Sikh people out there. All right. So a lot of Sikh people in the United States have been attacked uh, based on anti-Muslim bias. Now, they are not Muslim, but they are perceived as Muslims by idiot Americans, by ignorant, racist Americans. So we would say that the violence perpetuated against them had an anti-Muslim bias, despite the fact that they are not Muslim. Perception is reality for a lot of people. So it doesn't matter if like it doesn't matter what your genes are. It matters what you're perceived as. All right. Because nonetheless, you would say, but correct me if I'm wrong, you would say even the identification of Muslims incorrect because that itself is a social construct. No, no. They, 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 how else would you determine someone's religion based other than like self-identification? No, when, when we say, oh, so you're just talking religion. So we're not, we're talking Muslim as an as a religion, not as an ethnicity. So we're not saying Arabic. The two. A lot, yeah, a lot of people conflate the two. Okay, yeah, well, you know the what? problem is that you two. can't identify. Like, look, this is this is a distinction without merit. So what I want to do is because oftentimes this is what occurs. So we could have this conversation as we go forward about the reality of uh, are these abuses all because of systemic racism? But we can't even define. We're just saying that anyone who identifies as oppressed could theoretically identify as a person of color. I don't identify as having embraced or gained any privilege based on white society. So would I be a person of color? No, no. Why? I don't identify as I, I don't identify as having any advantages from whiteness. Do you identify as an American? I do identify as American. Okay, cool. Okay. Anyways, so what I want to do is read something to you. Now I know that you will say this isn't necessarily what I'm defending, but my argument is this is how we see critical Before race theory playing out. Me, I'm going to read it real quick. I have a bunch theory. of. I'll read it real quick. I have a bunch that I could read, but I'll try to make it as short as possible. And I just want to ask you if you agree with how this is happening, right? Educators in the Teagard Tulatin School District have gone all in on the social trinity of diversity, equity, inclusion. Last June at the height of the nationwide unrest, superintendent and had a proclamation condemning racism, condemning to be an anti-racist school district. The preamble to the document recited the names of George Floyd, et cetera, and confessed the district students of color and black students in particularly regularly experience racism in their schools. To rectify this, they pledged to become actively anti-racist. The district announced a new department of equity and inclusion and installed socialist activist Justice Zena Un as director. Uncreated a blueprint which I've obtained through whistleblower overhauling the pedagogy Dude, of the you school can't read out. You can't read out entire news stories in a debate. This is bad form. Okay, I'm just just getting to the point then no, uh, they the follow kids, yeah. they follow prominent marxist paulo frere following them they write that the school district moved from reading the world to a phase of denunciation against the revolution's enemies at the final stage trainers plumb their subject psyches to ensure that whiteness has been banished they describe the amalgamation of whiteness colorblindness individualism and meritocracy as all being racist cool let's agree with that colorblindness. hold on let's talk about colorblindness yeah colorblindness and law can absolutely be used to advance racist measures that can individualism 
Okay, hold on. No, let's do one at a time. All right. This is okay. why this hold on. This, yeah, this is why you want to talk like spat out fifty thousand things and read an entire news it's article. One article. So, let's talk about legal uh, uh, equality under the law. So historically, so after the civil rights movement, which uh, again, as we all know, that ended racism. Nineteen, you know, Civil Rights Act, nineteen sixty-four, ended racism completely because now it's illegal to be racist. Well, in the aftermath of that, so uh, a lot of city pools and other public ordinances were, were were supposed to be integrated. You can't publicly like say that no, uh, no black people are allowed in this pool. So they started to integrate. So a lot. What a lot of people did, because apparently uh, after that uh, act happened, a lot of white people were still racist. Funny that time is linear. Opinions don't change on the dime of a, of a legal decision. A lot of white people were so against the idea of integration, of so against the idea of sharing space with black people that they voted to shut down their city pools. They voted to shut down their city parks. Was that racist? I want you to answer that. Yes or no. Was that racist? If you, don't, if, you were to, if you were making policies to avoid being with people of color, yes, that's racist. I, because I, I, I would awesome. say, and the reason, real quick, the reason I would say that is because there's a biological reality to race that they recognize. No, but, hold on. There doesn't have to be any at all, all right? If you, then how did they know who was black? Okay, one second. If you, okay, I want to come back to that. Holy shit. They asked them, hey, do you identify oh, as white legally, or black? Oh, no, we've replicated a lot of this in-group, out-group stuff, which is completely arbitrary things. We're red cards, yellow cards. We've out, uh, we've replicated a lot of this in-group, out-group stuff with stuff that are objectively not biologically real. All right. So if you perceive someone as black, they are black to you. But the answer to uh, what I was trying to get at is that was not a racist policy. Right under equality under the law, it was deemed not a racist policy because they didn't shut down the black. Uh, they didn't shut down the pools. They didn't shut down the parks for black people. They didn't disallow black people. They shut it down for everybody, and that's equality under the law. And we've seen that happen uh, in modern day times. None, so, have, like, so, so again, you're, I, and this is what always happens in this. Like you haven't used the word redlining yet. I'm sure you'll get to that. So what we do is we justify the abhorrent practices that we see being taught of critical race theory, and it's ah, there was racism in the past. What does that have to do with the idea that we try to treat people? I believe there was a man once that said we should judge people based on the content of their character. Can you all look, read yeah. one no. more thing that MLK said? Just one more. Just what, keep reading. Let me ask you, just, just real quick. What, it's because it, it goes against what MLK said. I mean, I'm just saying. Well, listen, listen. Well, you literally Dude, said you, that you, colorblindness you, honestly, don't is... Let me, please let me finish. You literally said that colorblindness is racism. And so I gave you... you oh, no, wait, hold on. Stop, 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 stop lying. No, I did not say that colorblindness is in itself racist. I'm saying that just because you are colorblind, you can't advance racist policies in that. And I gave you an example that you straight up ignored. I gave you an example where you agreed that it was racist, but the course decided that since it did not, under colorblind racism, that the policy was wasn't racist because it didn't target any races, even though it was obviously done with racist intentions. You completely ignored that because there's a point there. We could see it happening today with things like voter registration. So the North Carolina voter uh, ID laws that happened a few years ago, those were those were not racist uh, uh, under like the uh, colorblind uh, definition of the word because no one could use those IDs. But the fact that they went in and like with surgical precision picked IDs that black people were more likely to use, it was deemed racist via intent, even though it wasn't racist under the colorblind definition of the law. We see okay. this happen. So here's the problem. So here's the problem, right? One, you fundamentally misrepresent or you're deflecting from what the question was. The blueprint that's been used in this school says that the following things are racist. Whiteness, colorblindness. Yeah, and we're going one products. at a time. I gave you an example. Right. Of one. No, 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 no. You didn't because you're not. I'm asking you, do you one think her time. statement, excuse, real quick, yes or no, do you think her statement that colorblindness is racist is true? I think it can perpetuate racism. Yes. And I think okay. there's a lot of research that's in, not the same saying it can is not the same as saying it is. Okay, cool. So, and here's the problem with what you're doing, right? So, we see this. So, you'll cite an example and you'll say 
here's something that was done. It wasn't expressly called racist, but when we look, the intent behind it was racist. Therefore, that means that other things we see today, today must be the same way. And again, this is the problem that you often see with people that advocate this sort of critical race theory. They see something that they think has a disparate outcome, and the definition is always, it must be racism. So you'll say, in the past, we could see that a voter ID law was applied in a way that would be racist. Let's say that that's true. Does that mean that the current Georgia law is racist? It could be, yeah. How are they doing it? it? But it doesn't mean it is, and that's the problem. Hold on. And critical well, race theory, again, the real problem. quick, and this is why what we CRT see is so as important. we see this being taught, it what seems we see to be is that they're saying it definitely is it seems to be that your, everything is It seems racist. to be that your bar for racism is just through the fucking ceiling. You have to say no. explicitly that I am doing this because I do not like this racial group, right? So it seems to be the bar. But that's not how racism manifests itself in today's society, right? We do. It was very, very easy for people to uh, to change their language just a little bit to not uh, be exposed explicitly racist enough to get away with the law. All right, there's current research today to say that racial hiring disparities uh, are still present. So there's a, like, a, uh, like a, a meta-analysis, like 28,000 different resumes sent, and black names st uh, like statistically got 25% fewer callbacks. Again, this is, but, All these but things these... exist, and how can you prove racism with that without an experimental study? Right? Okay, it's but here's the problem. The thing is, the thing is, is racism is, it, it most of the time does not overtly present itself. Racism is, is, is something that you've got to kind of pick at. You've got to kind of like figure out who's racist by implicit means. Right. Okay. But here's the problem, right? So the, and you're accusing me of what, what's happening here is the exact opposite of in reality. What you're claiming is the exact opposite of what's going on in reality, because you're saying I've set the bar for what is racist so high that nothing could meet it. But the reality is you've set the bar for what is racist so low that you don't have to prove it. You operate under the assumption, just like, real quick, just like critical race Ask theory does, something. that says everything is racist. Something I've said. No, 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 you're not getting away with that. You're not getting away with that. Ask me to prove something I've said. I'll do it. Not that some like we do. I think that the Georgia law is racist. I think that it's probably racially motivated. Yes. And, and how? And, oh, you you think it is? Give me the proof. Because there is no problem that is being solved. All right, there is no evidence. See, of and there we have it. So oh, you just think cool. So if you no stop someone when they're solved. explaining something, it's like their explanation isn't good or something. There is no problem to be solved here. There is no widespread voter fraud in Georgia. What they're doing is they're finding ideas that black people and other people of color are more likely to use and deciding arbitrarily like, nah, even though that there is literally no problem that we're solving here because voter fraud is not a widespread problem, we're going to arbitrarily lower the amount of people that are probably going to vote. It's not saying that, oh, well, if you don't have this form of ID, racist? you can vote It's just pointing out how is that making somebody show an ID to vote isn't racist. Hold on. If there's no widespread voter fraud before this bill, why did the bill need to be passed? Well, first so of all, you think that it has to be like, like, listen, listen, that, like, there is no proof. The idea, even if there wasn't voter fraud in the past, which we could argue whether or not there was voter fraud, it's it a wasn't. different topic. doesn't mean that there can't be voter fraud in the future. 68% of African-Americans polled favor of voter ID. Most people, most blacks when polled say that they find it to be a bigotry of low expectations, that white liberals say that they can't figure out how to give an ID. There were things that were in the Georgia voting law that were first considered racist. Do you think that like, that's example, it? Like, if you, quick, like, oh, if you can figure out said, how to get an ID. They said, it's all about setting up just small barriers. It's already too hard to vote in this country. Law, for example, they said- It's that not the too hard, hard to vote in this country, is, give me a break. Dude, it's too hard to vote. If you're not an idiot, if you're not a total insane autistic person. Calm down for a second. Alex, I'm going to let you speak because you haven't said anything in a while. And I want AST to respond to it. Okay? So, Alex, go ahead and take over. 
No, but I mean, it's just absurd to say that it's so hard to vote. And literally every single high school, they'll they'll do the voter registration for you in high school before you turn 18. I mean, and the idea that you can go online. Dude, first of all, showing an ID to vote is not racist. You have to show an ID to get on a plane. Is that racist? It's not. That's just how rules and regulations work. But you are a critical race theory, so you want to make everything about race. But that's the problem is everything's not about race. You take away the individualism where you lump the baby with the bathwater. And AST, I mean, you haven't said anything. I'd really like to know, what do you think? I mean, you literally haven't said one thing. Like, what is your opinion on critical race theory, AST? So my opinion on critical race theory is it it addresses some some very, very, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it addresses some things that need to be addressed. Um, it addresses systemic racism. It addresses white privilege. It addresses uh, uh, white fragility. It and and while we're on the subject, I, I want to go back to I want to go back to Georgia. Uh, I'm from Georgia, don't live there now, but the the uh, the county that was supposedly having the most voter fraud is Fulton County, and Fulton County is majority black. And I can't help but to think that the the legislators in Georgia, with these new voter registration laws had some kind of implicit racial bias when it came to Fulton County because the majority of black people vote Democrat. And Georgia is a, 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 uh, a red state for the majority of the time. And so what you can see from both of our is here, they just say, well, we just feel that it's racist, therefore it's racist. So for example, one of the things they said was specifically racist about this bill was that it lowered voting hours on Sunday and black people go to church on Sunday more on average than white people and then like to vote after that. The only problem was this bill actually increased voting hours on Sunday. So the initial claim of why it was racist was then debunked and it was the exact opposite of the truth. And so they then came up with more things. Let's say theoretically that Jengles is right, that there was no voter fraud. Doesn't prove there couldn't be voter fraud the future we see that the majority of black people want voter id but how even if all that's true and none of that's true and it's just there was no problem how does that prove racism he just automatically well if there wasn't a problem therefore an attempted solution at a problem that doesn't exist must be racism and that's exactly what my point is you can see this on every issue well sure let's, let's go to the big issues let's talk about do you think what was that, that your, well, hold on, hold on, no, 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 you're not doing this again what was that your response to that meta-analysis showing that black people get 28 percent uh, fewer uh, callbacks on resumes than white people there's all sorts of again what you do is you cite a data set and then say the fact that this data set proves that there's some sort of inequity or that the outcomes cool. are your, equal that proves racism and this is I what everyone like, does if if someone in an experimental setting this okay this was an experimental setting they said the this they were able to point put the exact same resumes exact same resumes gave one uh, a name that is heavily associated with black people one a name that is mostly associated with white people and we found a 28 percent disparity this was the independent variable they were looking at but this is what always happens with people like you you say it can't be racism because racism can't be a thing that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that you have to, if you're making an affirmative claim that something's racist, you have to prove that it is. So I for example, I'm did, very familiar. I'm it. very familiar. So, so you ask me questions, so I'll respond. I'm very familiar with the study. So let's say that we took a name that was historically uh, associated with white people, like this study did, and said something like Rob, and then a name that was historically associated with black people, like Shaniqua, right? Well, the problem is, what if you took a name that was historically associated with white people, like Bubba Ray? Cool. You're using you the think class that would argument. Be the same? You're using the, the class argument is that is in one one. You're referring to one study. I'm referring to it in meta analysis. Right. Two, so the one study, the one that the uh, what is like Letitia or some the one that's like heavily uh, so to say, say uh, 
heavily associated with being representative of this, did take into account class. They did. You didn't read the study. No, they did not. They did. It's in the study that you're talking about. So, for example, here's five things you could do. One, stop using names. We've written this up before. Probably the best solution is stop using names to manipulate race and gender. Recent examined gender discrimination using only pronouns and found that STEM favored females over males two to one. Second, choose many names. Just move the goalpost. I'm not moving the goalpost. You ask. The the problem is, you you say, when I talk about the things that we need to do to make a study like this better. Because you just say, well, if no, let's go, let's I, 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 I want to hold on that right there. I want to hold on that right there. How am I supposed to talk when he's, he's fucking- Dude, well, you I'm haven't said to... one no, word, no, no, not, not you don't want to talk. Not you, Jangles. Rob, is, Rob is, 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 is taking up all the time. Hey, look, so how, do, you, do you understand how they actually accounted for class in, in that study that you're citing? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So you do, you- how did they? Yeah, yeah for no, class? no, no, no. Uh, yeah, tell us how they how they accounted for class in the study, in the study. of names. Yes, in the yes. study of you gave names. You want to know how they? No, accounted no, for they class. gave full resumes. How did they account for class? Well, that's different than the question that was asked. The question that was asked me originally was, how do you respond to the fact that people that had black sounding names didn't get as many callbacks as people that had white sounding names? Yes, and then you use the class argument as far as like uh, someone named Bubba Joe is going to be associated with a lower class. Uh, lower Why did you person. assume that? Why did I assume that? That sounds awfully bigoted of you. I want to jump off a roof here. One, <laughs> I wanted to hone in on something. You said, how can we make this study better? Your version of better seems to be, how can we make this study so that we can account for just anything? Grasp for straws so that it doesn't have the, so that it gets the outcome that I want. They did, you assumed that they didn't account for class. They did. Uh, and you just glossed over that. And this was one study. I cited a meta-analysis that was o- over like 25,000 something. Dude, it doesn't matter what you cite, dude. You say race isn't real. So just objectively, so, you, you can't you, – 2 plus 2 equals 4, the dude. Fantastic that you still think that social construction means something isn't real tells me all I need to know about your honesty. No, honesty, it, it just shows It just shows that you can't even be honest, dude. So, you can't so, even admit that Rachel Dolezal is white. You can't it, – just admit. <laughs> I'm just saying you can't admit that, dude. That shows you how – dishonest okay, you are. why even go on no it's not a straw man. it's rachel told us a white or black straw man <laughs> hey ast all you can you can say you said what keep up with the straw man that's the only thing you've said this whole thing i really like to hear your opinion you probably don't have one i'm just saying guys what y'all are what you're saying is absurd you i mean i'm just it's really kind of sad you guys are saying I, we're crazy so but what consider, you guys okay. are based in in total infactual garbage is what you guys are based in it's really sad you know, so, I wish you watch this back and see how you've contributed to this debate. So since uh <laughs> what have you contributed? You stunk, dude. You can't even admit Rob's crushed you this whole debate, dude. You've literally so, so, sat so, there and, and wet your bed the okay, whole time. Guys, come on, dude. let's 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 chill out with the, the personal attacks. Come on, let's okay. get back on topic. Okay. So so since Rob can't explain how they uh how they accounted for class in the study that he's citing, um in the study that he's citing, they took the two names on the resume. Put them in the same school, gave them the same amount of education, gave them the same uh, city or town or neighborhood that they lived in, and the historically white names were still called back uh, 25% more than the historically black names. 
What were the and, historical and, white names that they used, and what were the historical black names that they used? So they would have used they would have used names like Chris or like. Hey, um, guys, hold on a second. Praise, I'm getting a message in the uh, in the live chat that there's something wrong with the template. Can you check on that? I think they can still hear you guys. So go ahead. Yeah, no, they 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 can't see any of us. Um. Anyways, so they would have they would have used uh names like like Chris or Alex or they would have used names like like uh John and then Those they are the white have, names what yes, are the black names they would have used names like Jaquan or... isn't that exactly what i said no, isn't that exactly no, what no, i said yes no, it so, is exactly. no, why didn't so they, your, they your, use white names why so, didn't so use in, names in, like your, in your reality in your reality right, thank you the only thing that was on these resumes was the names that's not true we have about 10 no. minutes guys left before we go to q and that's exactly what you said no listen to me listen no that quick. is let exactly the best case scenario for you here is that let me if i could explain like no he's not understanding what i'm saying so if i could explain what the, the fundamental argument is everything was equal except the names. And because one name sounded white and the other sounded black, then the white person got called back more. My argument yes. is, it does, okay, so I understand that everything else was the same. What I'm saying is, did the study use names that we consider with white people that would be considered fringe names that maybe parents that were of a lower class would use like Bubba Ray, if we consider this black is, names to be names like Shaniqua and things like that. This is Why the didn't class, they use historic black names? This is the class like, argument, dude. It's a class what argument. What does it matter if it's best the point. case and listen, scenario? We're just getting off the rails here. No, 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 no. Your best case I, I, scenario I, for this is that people uh, associated historically black names with a lower class. Do you consider Bubba Ray with the, do you consider Bubba with the lower class? They accounted for class. People did not have an association with class for those white names. No, you're just saying that, but you didn't pick, like, again, this is the problem. And again, let me, let's just, like, we're not going to get to, suffice it to say, if people want to listen to my stream afterwards, they can go to my stream and I'll give all the examples of all the terrible things, forcing white people to admit they're racist until they're in tears, firing people because they refuse to engage in the idea that they admitted they're racist, et cetera. We see this happen over and over. But since we're not going to get to that, let me ask you this. And just real quick, do you think our law enforcement system is racist against people of color? Yes. Like there's a and what is your evidence what, what, for that? There was, there was you would a say, or, or said, instead of leaving it open, would you say evidence of that is incarceration rates, likelihood to be pulled over, et cetera? Yes. What is the likelihood to be pulled over? There's a study with millions, millions of traffic stops, and they found that there's a disproportionate amount of uh, people of color pulled over during the daytime that disappears during the nighttime. And there's no evidence that, it, that there's any sort of like driving disparities. In fact, black people tend to drive better than white people, you know, because of that racial or racial profiling <laughs> thing. The only variable that, the, that could be accounted for that would explain why there's a disparity between white and black traffic stops the only variable was race or more uh, appropriately the officer's ability to identify the race of the person behind the wheel okay that, that's not true and i've gone over those coverage studies but i will say okay, this no, they, they are those are the best those are the best types for example in all of the areas used they were also pulled over in traffic areas where there were high amounts of fluorescent lights that would have made it easy to see the person of color there were also other factors such as the likelihood of people going to work but nonetheless let's accept that it's true for a second what would you say if i told you and i'm quoting now and i'll read slow so i don't get accused of gishkalopping if you're a criminal defendant, it helps a lot to be a woman. At least that's what the research in federal criminal cases suggests. In Professor Starr's recent paper, Gender Disparities in Federal Criminal Cases, it looks at the federal cases and reveals significant findings. After controlling for the arrest offense, criminal history, and other prior characteristics, quote, men receive 63% large, longer sentences on average than women do, and women are twice as likely to avoid incarceration if convicted. 
the gender you are gap going is to a, love excuse my me, answer to this. Sentence. Oh, we know, let, we get it. Let me finish last sentence. The gender gap is about six times as large as you the racial disparity. Are going to which love means my answer the, to this. There's, so this the, thing the, called, the, there's this thing called intersectionality. Right, right. Different things. Yeah. Right, and here, yes, here we, literally every single feminist theorist, which falls under the umbrella of critical theory, will say that men are disproportionately treated worse in the criminal justice system. I don't know what you thought you were scoring there, but no. Okay, so if I may, if I may, if you'll let me explain what I thought I was proving, the overwhelming majority of critical race theory defendants would also claim to be intersections, would also say that we have a criminal gender theory, right? And that, crim that critical gender theory would be that this system is set up by men to keep men in positions of power. They call it the patriarchy, correct? This simplistic understanding of what power means. Do you think that- like, No, 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 uh, I, uh, uh, is that not correct? Is that not what they say? That the yeah, system, man. just like the system set up by whiteness to keep whiteness at the top, the system is set up by men to keep men at the top, correct? Do you think that uh, uh, viewing a certain group as- Why can't you inherent, Hold on, because do you think that uh, viewing a group as inherently weaker than another group and therefore attacking that group uh, is like somehow worse? Do you think that this is like, oh, this must mean that we hate men? Okay, no, guys, I think that the uh, there I are think five minutes left. Pretty... There are five minutes left. Rob, go ahead and uh, respond to that real this quick. I want to let AST yeah. get a chance to say something uh, before this all gets um, wrapped up here. Sure. The proof is none of the people that are out there saying and, uh, that, that it's evidence, the law enforcement, it's evidence that we need a radical change and that we need critical race theory to say everything is racist. They're not out there saying everything's sexist and against men, because when we look at the law enforcement numbers, they're six times worse between men and women than they are between blacks and whites. And most of the people that engage in critical race theory are intersectionalists that also decry how patriarchal our system is as well. The problem is this. You're looking at data sets and saying that proves racism. And again, the way critical race theory plays out, we've seen it all through here. When asked to provide how you have proof that specific things are racist, you just say, I just, I feel it. it's trying to solve a problem that doesn't exist. Really? Therefore, racism. When asked to prove it, when I say meta-analysis, after meta-analysis, that's just saying, I think that it exists. This is the level of honesty that we are adding in this debate. I said in a minute analysis. About? With, uh, I we asked specifically to provide example of why the Georgia voting law was racist. And your literal answer was because I don't think the problem of uh, exists that it's trying to solve. None of that has anything to do with race. But you jump from that to racism, even though 68% of blacks say we actually favor voter ID. Even okay. though the law was designed well, I am to make sure that, that Sunday uh, voting hours well, were increased Well, I'm glad that you uh, value their lived experiences as black people. And suddenly that matters again. Okay, no, AST, AST so, Alex, do you want to have something to say about that? No, I mean, these guys are crushing it. I mean, the, the, the problem is with critical race theory, I mean, I, I don't even know where we've gotten off to. We haven't talked about it being taught in school, but it'll never be satisfied. So that's why I say it leads us into that Orwellian nightmare. I mean, it's just going to get worse and worse and more racist and more marginalized and more divisive. And if you can't see that this is a Trojan horse for a very bleak future of division, then, I mean, I just can't help you because you can't even admit that Rachel Dolezal is a fake race traitor and that, that you can't choose. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Wait, wait, wait. What? A fake what? A race, race what? Race bait, traitor? Baiter. Race baiter is what she is. Okay. Race right. baiter. Okay, and and first, uh, I said baiter with a B. I guess your headphones, maybe get some better yeah. headphones. But I'm just <laughs> telling you, it'll never, it'll never be satisfied. And that is in their own definition of what it is. So I'm not going to put some sort of snake that's just going to eat its tail. That's that's literally going to ruin society. And, and I'll just, yeah, just to say that real quick. And I, that's a great point. Uh, Alex, like, again, when we look at the actual 
most successful authors of critical race theory. So in the, in the book, White Fragility, this is what it talks about. Here's one of the things it says, the question is not, did racism take place? But rather, how did racism manifest in that situation? Literally, they're admitting everything has racism. racism. Everything has racism. racism. And What's I'm sorry, that you racism? What's that? Preconceived hate, preconceived hate uh, based on stereotypes. Oh, cool. So you don't know. No, I don't know racism. Give me a break, bud. That okay. just shows you how you are. I don't know what racism. See, that just shows you how intellectually dishonest you are. And it's Hold like I, it's like I'm I'm uh, debating a toddler when it was debating it. A- AST, that. you haven't had a chance to speak in a long, long time. You've only got two minutes left. Just start us off. Go ahead. Okay, so there were a couple of things that I wanted to get to in this debate, but uh between the the gish gallop and and all of that. Uh, it <laughs> we just didn't get there. Uh, you didn't so say anything because you're afraid. That's just why. wait. Shut just up, wait, Alex, dude. Alex. Shut up. Like for real, <laughs> you haven't said much either. Anyway. I said a lot more than you, bud. You're Way more than nothing. you. You said nothing. You said no. nothing. You didn't even hey, have an Alex, intro, bud. You didn't Alex, say anything. Calm down. Enough. Alex, calm enough. Down. Come on. Calm down. Fine, two minutes. Just let him speak. Anyways, so disproportionately, the 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 black Latino, all of those cultures are not. Uh, represented in the U.S. House, uh, in the Senate, uh, they're they're not very well represented. Also, I want to go back to uh, to to the the whole uh, colorblindness laws uh, in in New York. The stop and frisk laws uh, were proven to to be uh, racist in in the way they were targeting. Nine out of ten stop and frisk. I'm going to let them have the final word, Conspiracy Castle and Rob Nor, because you guys uh, started it off. So go ahead and finish your thought and let them finish off, and then we're going to go to Q&A. This does have to do with critical race theory. It, it, it has to do with systemic racism. And so, so this is why so, critical race theory should not be uh, taught in schools, because uh, stop and frisk happened in New York. Give me a break, dude. Come on. Right. And that's the point. If we get to finish it up, that's the point, right? I had told my audience beforehand that the two arguments that would be made the other side of the ledger was that's not real critical race theory as we identified all of the abuses. We barely got to talk about them because the way the, the debate went, but it literally says everything is racist. All white people are racist. They need to apologize. They need to go through stone struggle sessions. If they say, if you're trying to engage in black culture, that's cultural appropriation. But if you're refusing to engage in black culture, that's separationism and that's racism in itself. Like, and what they're doing is the other thing I said they would do is they will just point to historical racism, which I think both me and Alex agree, historical racism exists and racism still exists today. None of that justified the teaching of critical race theory, which I gave you definitions which were untouched about what they define as whiteness. Linear thinking, mathematics, STEM fields. They say these things are whiteness and to be rejected. They're advocating a system. We see AP courses being removed from schools around the country because they're saying that black people are in those enough. Therefore, we can't have advanced education classes. So they have not made one argument. They just literally do what I knew they'd do. That's not real critical race theory and racism exists. Okay, how does that justify teaching this racist screed? That's what it is. is Judging people based on their speed. This is my my last thing. Uh, To to kill a mockingbird is considered racist because it's called white savership because Atticus Finch helped out Boo Radley and that was a black man. So I don't want to live in a world where a book about a white man helping a black person is considered racist. That's absurd. That's insane. That is not a should be taught in school. No way. Okay. And with that, and with that, we're going to go ahead and move to the Q&A. Ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoyed this, please smash that like button and 
once again, all of our speakers are in the description. If you enjoyed them, go ahead and go ahead and check them out and you can hear more from them. Let's go ahead and move to these questions. Uh, first question comes from Bubblegum Gun. I'm just gonna quickly read through this, make sure there's nothing crazy. Uh, race <laughs> is real, but superiority based on race is wrong. Even the NATSOC knew subhuman existed under their race. Look at their poster of the subhuman. Yeah, so that's that's demonstrably wrong. Uh, 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 like I was trying Nazis, to say, National Socialists, Natsock. Yeah, I'm not sure. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah. I oh, heard. okay. Yeah, no, no. It's the House and the Senate is disproportionately made up by old white people, and they're making laws for white people. That doesn't explain why Asians are outperforming white people then. The problem is they just Asian assert that they assert anything that has an unequal outcome is solely because of racism. They don't Asian provide proof. They operate under the assumption of everything is racist. And then you have to prove that it's not. And as you attempt to prove it's not, they say you're racist from trying to deflect from the fact. That's what critical race theory is. Apparently, the opposition to critical race theory is just to say any sort of meta-analysis, any sort of study, any sort of like any sort of data that proves beyond a shadow of a doubt that an independent variable of race is a factor in this is always going to be obfuscated because the true opposition to CRT is not really rooted in anything that is uh, in, based in reality. It's rooted in this notion that we already have racial equality because I'm happy, but this it's this zero-sum game that white people perceive race in America as, that if black people gain status in society, that must mean it's a, coming at the expense of white people. By the way, again, Black people don't see it that way, right? The, the salience in white identity uh, predicts support for both Donald Trump. It pr uh, predicts support for conservative policies. And apparently racism has not been solved because, again, white people have this zero-sum mentality when it comes to race relations in the United States. And a lot of that opposition is saying, like, hey, if we start teaching that, yeah, uh, historical circumstances have put black people in a bad circumstance. Yeah, uh, this notion of equality under the law hasn't uh, gone uh, all the way to, like, solving historical racism. That must mean that, I don't know, any sort of, like, actual policy to address this is going to hurt me because it's not helping me. That's not what's going on. Uh, you can't just say anyone who disagrees with the idea that everything is racist and everything will okay. always be racist. It must be promulgated racism. It's nonsense. Who do you think that question was for? I have no clue. <laughs> I think they were just. <laughs> I, I, oh, I, 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 I'm going to. All right. People. Socially constructed does not mean not real. I don't know why this is still a thing that we have to explain, all right? Language is socially constructed. Money is socially constructed. Countries are socially constructed. Borders are socially constructed. All of these things are socially constructed. They are real, all right? They are real in the sense that we perceive them as real. That's all socially constructed means. All right, there is no biological separation between black and white, all right? There's no like genetic lineage that you can say like, oh no, here's where the black people stops. Here's where the white people stop. We just uh, point to like ancestry based on like country of origins, based on an arbitrary length of time that we've decided is uh, truly where you're from. And then we can say well since uh that place we've decided that's where black people come from therefore you're black that's all that means okay thank you um another question from bubblegum gun five dollars uh scots and french are different races quote white unquote isn't a race jews are not germanic just for being quote white end quote blacks have multiple races as asians etc who do you think that's for I think a white is a race, so I mean that's my answer to that. 
The problem is, right, like, so this is often used. I would assume that's directed towards us. What they're going to say is all of these other races are actual races where white is just a conglomeration or a title that's bestowed. Therefore, it's not racist to say that there's white fragility or that all white people are racist because white isn't a race. White is sort of an identifying moniker, but that's not the way that it plays out in reality because the same people, the claims that they're making up, ah, people look at a person of color and judge them in negative aspects based on that. Critical race theory literally seeks to do that. It literally says that we look at people and say that they were born with original sin. If you are look a certain way and identify a certain way, then you have been privileged by our system and you have racism. All of their teachings say this. You are a racist if you're white, period. You could say, but white's not really a race. Nonetheless, telling people based on the way they were born or based on their perceived skin color that they have some sort of moral inferiority is wrong, period. That is judging people based on their skin color, which is racism. That is. Let's the say we have two we different people. Let's say we have two people. One can trace their lineage back to some a white family that benefited from the Homestead Act, in which like plots of land and housing and all that fun stuff was given to white people. And then let's say we have a, a second person that, that is black uh, that was denied those opportunities, denied housing, uh, denied job opportunities. And let's say that we're looking at them right now. Would it be racist to say that this white person probably benefited from historical circumstances that privileged white people over black people? What, so wait, you're saying that the laws of the day both of these people, the laws that they lived through harmed them? I'm saying, That's what you're saying? I'm saying historical circumstances. You're saying their ancestors. Yeah, I'm saying that they're ancestors. I'm saying yeah, that time is linear. Things that happened in the past have impacts on today. Like, the better question is this. Let's say there's two white, there's two farmers, one white and one black. Both of them are number one and number two of the poorest farmers in America. Does it matter that one had historical oppression in their family and the other one just had their family lose their money in the stock market? How is it relevant to those two individuals today? What I love about this is that if we have, if we just wait long enough for a problem, we never have to solve it. Right, if I burn down your house and then I just wait for a long time, well, I'm not going to burn down your house again. So problem solved. We don't have to fix any of the How far back what? are you willing Dude, to what go? Is that? Oh, wait, real quick, real quick. How far Dude, back are you willing to go? For example, if we could find that a black African slave actually uh, 300 years prior to that, his ancestors enslaved another population of someone who still lives somewhere in Africa. Does that person get reparations from me because my ancestors were white? then he has to give those reparations to someone else. After all, borders are just social constructs, right? So how far back are we going to go with this game? Well, unfortunately, we can't trace Black people's lineage back very far, can we, for some reason? Certainly, we can do as well. Many times we can. We have and you actually- I noticed you didn't answer my question. Is it racist to say that that person, that white person, is it racist to say that they probably benefited from white privilege? Someone yes, it is racist to say that. Yes, it would be racist. How do you know? How do you know that that person benefited whatsoever? Because we traced their lineage. We traced their uh, circumstances of their. Okay, birth. We traced you know, you traced- All right, we really must move on. There are still questions coming in. Right, yes. Let's go. So that's All right. for racism against white people. Just so, just so you heard. We should be talking about critical race theory, but okay, let's go. Next question is from Kiss My Converse Fool, five dollars. Uh, this is for you, Alex. Does Alex think? he's a different race from Chris Hemsworth or Tom Brady because they are larger and more athletic and virile than him. False. Tom Brady's not more virile than me. Whoever that said, I'm prime time 99. I'm the most viral man in the world. Uh, I have, you know, a 12 inch wang. I freaking, I rock out with my cock out. I'm prime time 99. They wish that I actually, you're right. I am black. I actually identify as Hakeem Olajuwon because I have such large genitals. So that is strong. I am not the same as Tom Brady. I think I just got another one of this come in. Uh, let me copy this real quick. And I love Tupac. So socially constructed on black, like Rachel Dolezal. 
Keep talking. I'm sorry. No, okay, I, well, mean, I will mention also and when we were talking about cases of discrimination and hatred, like we could see, for example, that there are a lot of feelings like it's continually said uh, white people have this sort of bigotry in them more uh, and this inherent that you don't see these group preferences and African-Americans was said. Uh, we see that when it comes to hate crimes disproportionately, those are overwhelmingly committed by people of color uh, in, in an evaluation. Uh, Survey experiment studies permit, uh, there were a bunch of surveys that were done and they asked all these people defining characteristics of the other skin color. A meta-analysis of 17 surveys that were published in Research and Politics found for whites, there's no detectable net discrimination for or against whites by white people. For black participants, they exhibited a small to moderate net discrimination in favor of black targets. So it's not out. as simple as, as it's being said. Um, we definitely see that there are people that use this sort of idea of critical race theory to engage in racist practice and dislike people based on their skin color being white. White identity is seen as the default. It's seen as the norm in society. So a lot of white people aren't aware of their racial identity. They're not aware. Cameras died again, praise, just so you know. Um, let's go ahead and move on. Um, from P. Barnes, $5. Uh, arrested development narrator. The upside down world Alex was referring to was actually the real world. That's true. I mean, that's... Uh, uh, from the show Arrested Development, who's the guy that uh, Opie from uh, Ron, you know Howard. Ron Howard? Yes, I, I, we are in the upside down world. These guys are saying race isn't real, and that Rachel, Del Rachel Dolezal is black. So we are in the upside down world. You keep sure. saying, do I, I'm going to explain it to you one last time, and then I'm just going to write you off as a lost cause. Race is not biologically real. There is no hard categorical separation. Uh, hard categorical separation of races that you can draw genetically or biologically race is socially constructed socially constructed does not mean not real and if you a don't black man that, and a black woman do not have a white baby but that's just not how listen listen but here's the problem jangles here's the problem with your interpretation let's say that, that arguably the, let's say that arguably there is no perfect way to determine race if you're because here's the two competing definitions that we have that we look at biological factors is one which i agree with or you say that it's totally socially constructed we can see what that leads to for you if someone says who looks like me says actually identifies black you have to say okay no so I which don't. which one why don't you you said it's based on is rachel dolezal white or black I don't think that she's black, but like I said, I'm oh. interested in the conversation. So, so then you, oh, just, you, you just okay. This is for Alex. See, this is something that I admitted like an hour and a half ago. I know, but it just shows you, dude. You're a hypocrite. Everything you're saying, okay. you're talking out of both right, sides. You, you're just you're, you're talking so fucking. Right, we've already been over this. You're a hypocrite. But go ahead. All right, all right, all right, all right, guys. Uh, Bubblegum gun, two dollars. Class is greater than race. Critical class theory ban the military. Okay, There's the ban the military stupid, uh, but there is a lot of truth to it. The reality is the people that really run this country at the establishment level, uh, and, and I mean corporate America, the mainstream media, academia, uh, the politicians, et cetera, at the top tier level, they seek to divide us by race. That's why they love critical race theory. That's why Starbucks or Nike, that you, Nike that's using near slave labor in China puts Black Lives Matter up on their website. Because as long as we're fighting over this stupid race stuff, the real people that actually have power that keep us from power, they're laughing their ass off because they're causing this division amongst us. So yes, these class disputes where are where we should be focused. Instead, we literally had to, like, I have all kinds of evidence. Oakland, okay. California, for example. I wonder if there are any class out, disputes. Right, guys, 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 let's move people. on. Okay, just let me finish real quick. Oakland gave out money to poor people as long as they were black. That's where we're at now. All right, all right, let's move on. Um, Maduce NCO, $5. Also for Jangles. 
Wait, let me read this real quick. Okay, I'm going to read it. Also for Jangles, why did my black buddy in the army get promoted over a bunch of white dudes when the U.S. Army was set up by white men for white men? If anybody succeeds, uh, if anybody overcomes their circumstances, if anybody overcomes hardship, that means that there is no hardship. I have bad news. If this is your view of what racism looks like in America, I better never hear any of you say that there's any anti-white racism whatsoever. White people have been the president. White people are the presidents of like all these CEOs. White people have made it to the most powerful positions in society. And that's the level of racism that has to be set. Now, I, know. I, better, I better hear right. he- about anti-white racism at any point because people have gotten over it. There can't be any discrimination widespread if one person or even a minority of people like make it past it and still manage to like uh, succeed in society. That's survivorship bias, baby. Similarly, what I didn't, we see is I didn't any know. incident, if it happens to a black person, is immediately denotated as racist. This is Jango's question, so he has said the final word. Okay. Now, this is, um, no, survivorship bias is a thing. Just because someone makes it out, someone can succeed despite their circumstances doesn't mean those circumstances uh, warrant an, an, an unnecessary hardship. I don't know why this is a legitimate question that people still ask. All right. Um, uh, late night HVAC, 499. How do you explain black immigrants from Jamaica and Honduras being more educated and having a higher median income than blacks born here? Well, because since uh, the countries that they're coming from are not continuous, you have to have a lot of money to come over here. So if you have a lot of money, you're probably going to succeed a lot more. Right? Racism is not just this. It's not the only factor. And that's why critical race theory looks at more than one thing. Critical race theory doesn't say that race is the only important thing that is uh, that you could look at in society. And to, to reduce it to that, it's just, it's just simply incorrect. If someone says that a critical race theory says that race is the only important factor in all circumstances, uh, don't listen to them. That person is an idiot trying to sell you something. The fact that there are people who can uh, afford it to come to the United States who happen to be black, they have a lot of money. They have access to a lot of education. That's why that's a thing. Let's, let's be honest. I assume that it's, question was directed towards us, to be honest, because that tries to speak to your point is what they're trying to do. And the reality I is, I think that really is. How do you okay, that's cool. We can move on. Okay. Andor, I have an answer. Do, that's having, uh, I'm going to say, let's move on. Uh, at, okay, this one's a question. Has anyone on the panel read the book Helen? pluck rose and james Lindsay's book cynical theories i feel jangles would do a good book review on it i have actually read it and i'm going to okay let's move on um do you think schools are currently miseducating students on the subjects about race if they are not teaching crt do you think schools are racist for not teaching crt it depends on what your definition of CRT is. Again, as we started banning more and more CRT, uh, as schools started banning CRT, the definition of CRT seemed to encapsulate everything. If you seriously, if you talk about racial justice, apparently that's CRT now. I think any education, uh, and we talk about social studies. Again, if we look at social studies, they teach norms, they teach values, they teach civic duty in our society. They teach they teach history. And if you ignore the impact of slavery, if you ignore the uh, the impact of Jim Crow, if you ignore the impact of every other like uh, racial disparity that has been perpetuated through pro-white like white supremacist policies i think you're doing a disservice to your students 
what really got me uh, upset about this is that a lot of people are opposed to this because they think it'll make people hate America. And so it's the focus is on making kids love America, making them patriotic more than it is telling them the truth. And if that happened in any other country, I think a lot of those people would recognize it as propaganda. When love for your country it takes precedence over teaching the truth, I think that's dangerous. And if you look at like how people justify the systems that they're in, if you teach people that racism is not a thing in America anymore, and you ignore the material reality, the objective reality that uh, black people are uh, in the position that they are right now based on historical circumstances that uh, perpetuate from generation to generation, well, if black people are here, white people are here, and there's no such thing as racism anymore. A lot of people will post hoc justify that. Uh, so I think that's dangerous, and I think you're doing a disservice to your students if you don't talk about that stuff. I don't care if you call it CRT because no one knows what that means anyway. None of the people protesting didn't know what it means, and I'll even admit a lot of people defending it don't know what it means. But if we well, encompass CRT to, to start talking about like white privilege, systemic racism, racial justice, then yeah, if you take those things out and make them illegal to talk about, yeah, I think you're doing an enormous disservice not only to your students but uh, to the citizens that they will eventually become. Uh, we talked about racism before CRT. It's the unique things that we've talked about that's bad with CRT that we reject. Okay. Well, why are people, okay. again, I said people are, are defining more and more stuff as CRT to be, to fall into the. How old are you? If you don't mind me asking, you could just give me like a decade, like 30, 30 years 40, old. 30. Okay. Uh, did you uh, learn you critical 40s? race theory in right. your school? Uh, if I learned about like slavery and the impact that it had. Kind of, sort of, but it was like, okay, that's not critical race theory. And that's fundamentally why you've been so wrong in this debate. And no, no one disagrees that we shouldn't teach about yeah. slavery. That's nonsense. That's right. nonsense. Of course so, we teach about slavery. Hold on. I didn't you go think through that, critical race theory. And we all right. Well, then, then, okay. I, I'll take the L on this. If you say that James Lindsay is full of shit when he says that teaching about racial justice is part of critical race theory. Who you, racial you, say justice. you already took the L. You already took the L, but it doesn't matter. I mean, you took a huge L today, so it doesn't matter what we say. Yeah, oh, you cool. lost. And oh, hey, hey, since you're uh, very smart and has have contributed a lot, how about that? Is is James Lindsay stupid and completely full of shit when he says that teaching about racial justice is part of CRT? I'll, James, I'll, I'll, James Lindsay's the smartest person to ever teach in the world. That is, James Lindsay is so smart. Thank you, James Lindsay, for existing. If it wasn't for James Lindsay, society, with the fabric of society would crumble. So, so, thank God, so when, when he says that uh, racial justice is part of CRT, teaching that, like you agree with him? Oh, I agree with yes, him. Yes, it is. He says, it is yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's say that again. Part of it, yes. Yeah. All right. And if we ban CRT, no. We're for example, teaching justice. slavery. No, for example, that's not at all. Real quick, not real, at quick, all. real quick. Real quick. Uh, I, I, I heard all I need to, to know from conspiracy. Right, channel. right. right. I know you don't want to answer scandals. Is teaching slavery part of CRT? No, it's it's a lens through which to view it. Right, but the idea of slavery and the historical account of slavery would be part of a teaching of CRT, correct? It could be, yeah. It depends. So if we ban CRT, if we ban different ways, real quick. So if we ban CRT, are we banning teaching of slavery? There is a lens, and I've said that multiple times. If you teach right. slavery, is that this is a bad thing that America did, but we're better now. Racism is over. Then yeah, you're not using CRT. But if no you one's saying that, no one's saying to teach that we're better. There is no racism. No one. This is a strong okay. man. Okay, cool. So we're saying that racism is the only thing that exists in America. Okay. I've okay. cited, I've cited the critical race theory authors that say racism is ever prevalent. And you and change you your definition of no true Scotsman. Quick, you're the one that's been a okay, hypocrite. Guys, the whole let's time. move on. We got more questions coming in still. Uh, we've probably, we're probably going to go all the way to the end there. Um, if you, you know guys send in your questions about. now, <laughs> I'm not sure. Well, it's difficult to listen to you guys and try I to agree. you know moderate and watch the chat and see, you know, all the crap, you know, but uh, if you guys send in any more questions now, I'm not sure, especially if they're not super chats, I'm not 100% sure that they're going to get read. We did get another super chat in from uh, snark boy. 
not shark boy, snark boy, uh, $5 to the nose. Um, a policy isn't racist because of individual racists. It's racist if it disproportionately negatively impacts minorities. That's not true. Right. If that was the case, then that would go with any group that we could say. So, for example, if a policy disproportionately affected wealthy people, is that classes? If a policy disproportionately affects men, is that sexist? No, not necessarily. For example, rape laws disproportionately affect men because rape men commit more rapes. But that doesn't mean that that law is sexist. That's the problem with critical race theory. No, no, no. Stay on that example. Stay on that example. No, that's good. Just let me answer here. The question was correct. Let him finish. Let him finish. I need you to. I need you to let Rob so, finish. No, we a, let you talk and say your psychobabble, hypocritical bullcrap. Let Rob at least finish his statement. I mean, I think you got to let him finish. Okay, but can I, I need to respond to just one thing he's saying when he's done. Okay, so it doesn't prove it. So it doesn't prove because there are outcomes that are disparate that it was racist. Racism could factor in is one of the reasons. Hell, it could be entirely racist. But it's not proof that it is racist. And if you start under the assumption, if there are unequal outcomes, that proves that there was bigotry, then we lead to this crazy world where we make all of these sorts of excuses, a world of equity. Equal outcomes is a disaster. Forcing equal outcomes is a disaster. We should force equal opportunity. Show me the law that is set up to dissuade from equal opportunity, and I will decry as racist right there for you. But we don't just do like Jangles and others have done here, where we say, oh, if there's any disparate outcome, that proves racism. Okay. Um, another super chat came in from Madus NCO, $5. Jangles just assumed my buddy only got promoted because he fell through the cracks of a white system, but it was actually because he was better. Jangles, how does that contradict what I said? I said someone succeeded. All right, he I probably did. like how does that contradict what I said? I didn't know data was pronounced anecdotes. <laughs> did I mispronounce something? No, 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 no. He he's making a claim. Like it, it's not a matter of data. The problem is, if, of course, I can not. summarize if it was what a I think of the data, person's saying, you would be having this position. That I think that the general point that's trying to be made is we shouldn't assume people as a collective and that the reason they don't succeed is because of the system, because there's a bigotry of low expectations that then means we assume that anyone that was able to overcame that wasn't through their individual talent. It was because somehow the white man didn't keep them down. Enough. And if that's you absurd. truly believe in this. If you truly believe in this, then nothing that we do, no, nothing, no CRT that we teach, none of that's going to affect anybody because individuals can just choose not to be affected by it. They can just no. choose. No, if you truly believe in what you talked about, I mean, no, hey, no, I don't believe all that. you have to do that's is make it I out. That's not You're talking to kindergartners. You're so, indoctrinating okay, guys, kindergartners. Move on. What is it? Is, uh, I, I, okay, last question I, I need. Is the Pledge of Allegiance indoctrination? No. Cool. And, okay, and, well, move on. Move on. No, move, sense, on. move on. Move on. In a sense, it's, okay. you could argue. Okay. Dude, okay. CRT is propaganda. Asked and answered. Asked and answered. Okay, Snark Boy, $5. Good jangles. Good work. Do you think it'd be better if CRT rebranded? It's easy to get mad at terms like white fragility if you don't know what it means. So the 
term I like to use is system justification theory. All right. It takes away the malice. It takes away like uh, our perceptions of racism and just focuses it on what is perceived as normal in society. People like the status quo because it gives them comfort. Even if the status quo is fucking them over, it still provides a set of norms, a set of customs through which you can make sense of the world. All right. So you can take away individual malice out of the equation and just people will fight to have a motivated reasoning to maintain the status quo. That's why I don't think that the white people who are scared that, oh no, we might become a minority in our own country. I don't think that they are terrible people. I think that they are implicitly racist and I think that they're advocating for racist outcomes because they view that as a zero sum game. But I don't think that they're inherently terrible people. I don't like that good, bad binary that uh, discussions of racism uh, often turn into. I just think it's a, it's, a, it's a matter of people want to maintain the status quo. A lot of people will, will see like activists saying that uh, if someone is fighting against the status quo, if they are like a, a leftist or a progressive fighting against the status quo, most people are more likely to assume that that, uh, that leftist or that progressive fighting against it is going to be more like intrinsically selfishly motivated versus a conservative who's just trying to, uh, to fight to keep things the same. And I think that's really does a disservice into the American spirit of trying to get better, trying to fix problems that we had, trying to recognize that we do have a set of norms in our society. We do try to enforce like a devi uh, like we do try to make abhorrent deviations from those norms. And that kind of goes against the American spirit of freedom and equality and like the ability to do what you want to do. So I would, I would reframe it as system justification theory. And I think it would be a lot less combative, but the fact that I, I don't know, I would, that's how I'd be. Okay. Uh, really guys got to say, um, if you send any more super chats in or any questions, I don't think that they'll get written re read anymore. Uh, I'll try to get the last, last ones in here. Um, let me put them in here, those lists, but, uh, okay. Um, $5 from five times 1000. We blaming the Europeans for slavery instead of the white Americans. I don't believe people fled to America and said, damn, we forgot the slaves. So I guess this is directed towards us. No, the slavery is, there was slavery that was occurring all throughout the world, right? Uh, it might've been done in different ways. So I know that one of the arguments that critical race theory proponents want to say is chattel slavery was the way slavery was done in the United States, which was uniquely different than other countries. But we see that European countries, for example, had other forms of slavery. If you don't believe it, read King Leopold's Ghost. Uh, look what they were doing in the exploitation of Africa and places like that. Uh, again, the argument is the United States didn't create slavery. We are the country that fought the most costly war to end slavery. Um, who we fight four not, Okay, four ninety nine from late night HVAC. First generation black immigrants are very poor, yet they can grow into middle class income in for, in one generation. Why not for born here blacks? All right, it takes about five uh, generations for well uh, wealth disparities to even out. Okay, just because it's be true according to the data. Oh, okay, okay, Rob, let's let him finish. Hold on. Okay, just because Thibiso. it happens. Born. Oh, sorry, sorry. Okay, Thibiso Mahab. I'm sorry if I'm, I'm mispronouncing your name. I'm so sorry. Thibiso, $5 uh, from at Modern Debate. For Alex, are you saying black folks at the NAACP couldn't tell Rachel wasn't black or could they, but they just accepted her? They couldn't at first. At first, they thought she was actually black until they or until they, they caught her lying. She said she was black and then they found pictures of her young with her parents and so she had white parents. So yeah, they fell for it. And uh, she's a white person that lied to try to gain uh, the advantage of being a victim, it's really kind of quite sad. And it's really sad that people were debating can't admit she's a white person that lied when she admits that she's a white person. Okay. Um, from Bubblegum Gun, the Pledge of Allegiance was written by a communist. Anybody want to respond to that? Nope. Okay. Relevant. Aftershock for $5. If racism is whenever something disproportionately affects minorities, is it racist when Democrats push for $60? 
six 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 hundred dollar gun insurance when it affects blacks gun. mostly. Yes. I may have missed something in the copy. Okay. Um, yes. Yes. Jangles, you agree? Well, it might come as a surprise to you, but yeah, in the left, yeah, a lot of uh, lefties do agree. Yeah, that's racist because it's going to hurt black people more. Uh, can I ask a follow up? Uh, do you think it's racist to have um, vaccine passports since it's harder for blacks to get identification? Uh, it could be in certain areas, but I think the greater good outweighs it. Vaccine okay, passports and on. gun registration races. Good. good. I'm going to try to get to these other questions that weren't paid for real quick. Um, uh, read that one, read that one. Um, ask Jangles to prove race is not biological in less than one minute. Go. Okay, cool. When we say race, we're talking about like black, white, Asian, all that fun stuff. These are not real categories that are meaningfully separated uh, based on genetics. All right. No geneticist, no biologist will say like, yeah, you can take these this cluster of genes and we can say this person is black. All right. These are social constructions that we say like, hey, uh, someone who like it's mostly based on looks. In fact, it's mostly based on self-identification. Right? So, for example, in the, meta in the medical field, we look at racial disparities in medicine and we say that the racial disparities are salient when it comes to like uh, the logistics and uh, the infrastructure of medicine. But they are not relevant when we talk about uh, the actual outcome, the biology of medicine. Doctors don't use the biological definitions of race. Geneticists don't use the biological definitions of race. We use it to determine social outcomes because it is a social construct i you cannot know, believe this has been such a true. conversation okay 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 you know okay. i think um I think that well, that other question that we had was the six hundred dollars for gun insurance right is that what we were talking about before? yes okay so this question has already been asked and answered all right so this will be the last question explain sickle and, cell uh, all right you again? can't look at a black person and say they have sickle cell no you can't we know that sick no, you can look at a white person and know he doesn't have it if no, biology uh, doesn't Jangles, exist would you be insulted exist? if i said False. Sorry. I, I went to school with a, with a white I, girl that okay. had sickle cell. I need to, yeah, I need, I need to push back on that. Sickle cell comes from growing uh, an ancestry that grew up near the like equator during like tropical climates because sickle cell eventually uh, like uh, it helps uh, to guard against malaria. Okay. All right. So we can trace your ancestry back to those tropical areas and say like, yeah, you're more likely to have sickle cell, but we cannot look at your race. All right. You, can, you, you deny that black yeah, people are more likely to have yeah. sickle cell anemia is insane, dude. They have it more than white people. Fact. And you won't admit Fact, that. You, just oh, you're not basing reality. I okay. Ask a doctor. I am. I, this has been incredible to me. Well, I no, know you you're cannot not look a at a black person. You cannot look at an individual black person and decide. I'm not saying you look at an individual, but okay, I can guys, look at a black person more likely to have it than a white guys. person because let's, of their let's, genetics. Let's set up a new because of their time. different genetics. Because black people have different genetics than white people. That's why they're more likely to have sickle cell anemia. And you Alex, can't admit that. Alex, I'm sure you don't believe evolution. Can you see DNA when you look at somebody? Can you dude, see what are you DNA talking about? You what, what, no, you can't you're see DNA. About it's too small. Yeah, but, but no, I, dude, dude, dude can, can two white people have a black baby? Can two white people have a black baby? No, dude. You We've guys, are, to wrap you guys, it up, guys. really got to get based in reality. You guys are not. I mean, I can tell you're We've on that little twin bed. If that's your bedroom, dude, that is a very and, sad reality and, you live in. And if, if you got very scary, very scary reality. We've got to wrap it up. Okay. Thank you all for, thank you all so much for your, your vigorous conversation here tonight. You were all very impassioned. You spoke with, uh, with much vigor and heart, and we all appreciate that. I'm sure the, the chat was loving it, and I certainly did enjoy it as well. Thank everybody in the chat for uh, engaging with us, and thank you all for trying to attack the arguments and not the speakers. Um, thank you, the moderators. Thank everybody for pitching in and helping out, keep everything civil and uh, changing the discourse. And I want to thank everybody that... Uh, came together thank you praise for uh producing and helping us get this show on the road and keeping everything together uh i had a lot of fun um 
make sure everybody to go and check out our debaters in the description smash the like button subscribe if you can and when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.